A different perspective, a new insight into life, a nugget of positivity and a hidden truth, and maybe an amusement for you. Welcome to From My Standpoint with your host, Josh C. Jones. Hey, welcome back to From My Standpoint. This is your host, Josh C. Jones. If this is your first time here, I thank you for tuning in. If it's not, well, thank you for coming back. We've been at this for a while, and I hope you enjoy this episode. Have you been wondering why they have been trying to cancel God and all he stands for? Well, I have a possible answer in this episode. Stay tuned. Put on your life jacket of free and independent thought, which is only provided by natural right. Inflate your pumps with the breath of the creator. Fill the tank with independence. And buckle up in the wavecraft of liberty as we ride the waves of political incorrectness on the sea of free speech while our perceptions get tossed about. And hopefully, we will all arrive on the shores of truth together. I have so many things to share with you. Experiences, insights, information, logic, the truth, my personal story. So much to help you stay encouraged, positive, hopeful, and to keep that hamster wheel spinning in our heads so we can find that new and fresh perspective. Because sometimes we need our filters changed. As I say in one of my books, I do believe that if we can clean our filters and empty our tanks of waste, then we can begin to see clearly. And sometimes that does mean we look into both religion and politics. Yes, I said politics. No! Yeah, sometimes. Mm -hmm. Politics and religion are the two topics most often said to be kept out of school, out of conversation, out of the public, and that we should keep quiet and private about. However, Both of these are vital to our lives and society. After all, politics is what governs our freedoms and has an influence on our life, liberty, and pursuit of happiness. And religion is where the majority of people find their morality and ethics, and it is where the founding documents of America found their words, its values, and what is known as unalienable God-given rights. Everyone has a foundation upon which these values, morals, ethics, and what is good and evil is cultivated and built upon. I mean, you can't have God-given rights without God, right? And if they are not from God, then who do these unalienable natural rights come from? Man? Government? If so, then that would mean that they are not unalienable or natural or God-given, They would then become privileges, not rights, but privileges granted to us by our political leaders. They are not absolute. They can be taken away at any moment for any reason. We would not be free or have any liberty. We would be nothing more than serfs. Servants to those who are supposed to serve us and slaves to those that is a government not of the people, by the people, for the people, but one of a tyrannical, oppressive, and self-enlightened controlling one. I mean, why would a government controlled by men give you anything without you first affirming their foundation? That is, their values, their beliefs, their standards, their morals, their ethics, their idea of what is right and wrong, and their idea of what is good and what is evil. 
I mean, God-given means everyone living under such a government or in such a land is given these rights because they are given by God. Man-given means control, power, cancellation, and, well, history is a good example of this. Just look at some of the isms, philosophical and the uh, political isms from around the world and in history. As Albert Einstein said, those who believe that politics and religion do not mix understand neither. To keep absolutely silent in either of these topics is to live like a zombie. In my opinion, it's to live like a zombie. Because all your judgments, decisions, and choices will revolve around your chosen religion, your chosen foundation. And if your foundation is not absolute and firm, then the politics of the day will define your actions and character. And this type of foundation is not only fickle, but it is man-made and also dangerous. And yes, politics can become your religion. A political party can become your religion. And some people get mad at me, but um, atheism is a religion. Now, morality is the doctrine by which we conform our lives, um, our ideals, our beliefs, and our ideas of what is actually right or wrong, good and evil. As our great war hero and first president, George Washington, so wisely put it, let us with caution indulge the supposition that morality can be maintained without religion. Reason and experience both forbid us to expect that national morality can prevail in exclusion of religious principle. Morality is the doctrine by which we conform our lives, our ideals, our beliefs, and our ideas of what is actually right or wrong, good and evil. Washington was correct when he stated that morality cannot prevail or be maintained apart from religion. If one's foundation is constantly in flux, with the ever-changing climate of current culture and society's political fringes, then how can that one ever truly claim a sense of morality? For what is moral to them today was immoral yesterday and could very well be considered immoral tomorrow. And no nation could ever hold on to a solid or firm stand on ethics or morals without also accepting and admitting to doublethink. That is, the acceptance of or mental capacity to accept contrary opinions or beliefs at the same time, especially as a result of political indoctrination. Huh, that was very interesting right there. Especially as a result of political indoctrination. It is absolutely important for us to understand that both religion and politics must be present in our discussions in life if we wish to be more than subservient robots, accepting a cognitive transplant from those political elites, those overlords, those who think and some who have openly claimed to not only be braver but also wiser and more enlightened than you for your own life, to understand the importance of such education and conversation. That's why the debates are not only futile, but the end goal is obvious. If one does not believe in God, then it makes perfect sense why that one would not believe in your unalienable, natural, God-given rights either. No God, no God-given. No God-given, no unalienable. No unalienable, no rights. No rights, then only privileges granted by the governing body, by man. Then man is in control. 
Man has the power over you. Man has the control over your life. Man decides what you can think, speak, and become. Man decides what privileges he will grant to you based on your bidding of man's will. Man decides if you live or die. Man becomes God. Like Benjamin Franklin so wisely put it, Freedom is not a gift bestowed upon us by other men, but a right that belongs to us by the laws of God and nature. I'm going to say that again. Benjamin Franklin said this, Freedom is not a gift bestowed upon us by other men, not by government, not by other men, but a right that belongs to us by the laws of God and nature. It really makes you think about why they are so adamant, intolerant, vicious, and lawless when it comes to canceling God, doesn't it? This has been From My Standpoint, a podcast to find a nugget of positivity and a hidden truth, encouraging and enlightening insight, entertaining a new perspective, and providing an amusement for you. We hope you were entertained, encouraged, enlightened, and enjoyed the show. 